You're listening to Tottenstown. Welcome to the Tottenstown Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. My name is Tanner Staggs, and joining me, as always, my brother Tyler Staggs. Tyler, go ahead and tell everyone how they can support the show. It's really simple, everyone. Go check out our merch. All you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all hoodies, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, phone cases, stickers, you name it, it's possibly on there. You know, just your everyday stuff is going to be on there. And we really appreciate that. So go check it out. And if you want if you want something that's not on there, send us a message. Tanner will tell you what or find us on social media. Or you can comment on our video or on the audio podcast and let us know what you want to see. And we'll try and get it on there. Speaking of the audio podcast, whether you listen on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Make sure you're following the podcast. Leave us that five-star rating. Leave us those comments, questions. We love that interaction. If you're watching on YouTube, scroll down. That subscribe button, if it's red, click it, turn it gray, turn on the post notifications so you never miss when we upload a video. Share the video with your family, friends, other football fans. Leave a like on the video, especially if you do like the video. We really appreciate that. Helps us out a lot. And leave us some comments. Big game coming up this week. Divisional round of the playoffs against the Bengals. We want to hear your thoughts. Share them down in the comments below. Also, make sure you're following us on social media. The ones that we're most active on on Twitter, it's Titans underscore time. On Instagram, Titans time podcast. And on Facebook, Titans time. Yeah. (laughs) Easy enough there. Easy enough. Like Um, I said, I mentioned the merch. If you want something and you don't see it on there, hit us up on one of the social medias. We will respond. Yeah, and I mean, probably the simplest thing you can do, like a couple clicks, like you can subscribe, you can follow us on social media. Like that's the that's the easy things that you can do. But let's get into the show. Let's talk about this, the first playoff game. For the Titans. For the Titans. This year. Against the Bengals, a team that, I mean, can't lie, they're they've been playing good. They're a good team, and Joe Burrow is turning into a really good quarterback. So let's talk about this Bengals team, talk about this game, and our thoughts on it. Yeah, so we know that this Bengals team, especially their offense, is explosive. I mean, they can put up points in a hurry. I thought it was funny because I remember back before or right when – yeah, it was before the draft. Teams were talking about Jamar Chase and how he doesn't have like that breakaway speed and this and that. And then you look this year at how many 50-plus yard touchdowns he has and the guy's just breaking through tackles on slants and everything. And you're like, what, what were these scouts looking at? Because this dude is having a year. I mean, we're possibly talking about the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This dude is, like, insane. Like, coming into the year, you're like, okay, T. Higgins and then Jamar Chase is going to be a good compliment. And it's it's kind of like, okay, Jamar Chase and T. <laughs> Higgins is a good compliment. Well, and, you know, they really have a three-headed monster here, or 
kind of yeah because boy is good too and then yeah, uzoma, as receivers go uzoma has as the tight end is a guy that early in the season like everybody was counting out and i even remember one of the primetime games that the Bengals played because you know as we talk about with DraftKings, they have the daily fantasy contest you can play uzoma coming into that primetime game was a guy that everybody was sleeping on and somehow i ended up with a lot of uzoma like he is a guy that over the course of this season has just been getting more and more involved and he's not bad like he's, he's not. a good tight end and he's got good size so burrow has a lot of options he does and can't forget about joe mixon in the backfield and so he has these weapons Bengals fans if you're tuning into this video look we respect y'all's team and y'all's offense. Like I said, y'all have a very explosive offense. But I do have one problem. I have been seeing all over Twitter where the Bengals, you know, they've won their first playoff game in 31 years. And the fans are starting to get a little bit of the big head. And they're talking about coming down to Nashville. This Cincinnati Bengals team's going to be relaxed. Joe Burrow. Some of them, you can tell that they have not watched the Titans any this year because they were like, Joe Burrow went up against the same defense last year and absolutely torched them. No, we have like three starters back from that defense last year. This is not the same team, the same defense that Joe Burrow faced last year and lit up as a rookie. Our pass rush is extremely better, and he better watch out. But before we dive back too much into that, I'm surprised you haven't, already jumped to this we need to go over this injury report we do need and, to go over the injury report you know here lately we've been recording later in the week so we kind of know who's out everything else but we're recording on wednesday and the titans they open things up with the divisional round of the playoffs they're the first game on saturday and i'm just going to tell you nashville broadway everything i don't know i don't even know how early we're going to have to get up there to be able to make it to the game and actually get parking. It's apparently going to be wild, huh? Uh, they're doing watch parties. Uh, like yeah, they, yeah. So you know they're going to be shutting Broadway down. There's going to be no driving like up and down it. So yeah, it, it's going to be crazy. But uh, as for the injury report, I mean, honestly, I guess part of the reason that I kind of just glossed over it is because. There's not a lot here, really. It's been like the shortest injury report for the Titans because since the start of the season. They've had some rest, and they're having a chance to get healthy. But you know with the Titans, you can at least count on something being on the injury report. Uh, Tier Tart was a limited participant today, and then two guys that did not practice, Jackrabbit Jenkins and Derek Roberson. As for the Bengals, um, they had two guys that were limited participants, Josh to Poe and Stanley Morgan, the wide receiver. Um, he, if you play the Dennis daily fantasy contest at all, he was a guy that had like a lot of hype going in the last week of the season because they were resting. Some of the stars weren't going to play them as much. Him being on the injury report does not mean anything like this dude. He's <laughs> not going to play either way. Um, now one other guy that should be on there that does play a pretty big role is um I'm trying to Trey Hendrickson. I mean he's he's their Pro Bowler defensive. Yeah, and end. He's on our, so that's why he's not on the injury report, right? No, he's not on our. He's 
he's got he's in concussion protocol. Oh, okay. okay. And he was a full participant at practice today, if I remember correctly. Um, their guy that is on IR is their their defensive tackle that has been that started for them pretty much the whole year, and I reckon has been pretty solid in the middle of that defense. Yeah. So Larry Ogunjobi has been put on IR, and yeah, you're now that. Yeah, this is coming back to me. He has been solid this season. So that's kind of, especially with Derrick Henry coming back, and probably he has a lot of built-up energy from the past, what, 11 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking to run all over this team, and them missing guys in the middle of the line is not really great for them. No, it, it's not. Um, but, again, it's going to come down to, in this game, the the Cincinnati offense is so explosive and can put up points so quick. Our defense is going to be tested. And oh yeah, yeah. You for said sure. you know you said Jackrabbit Jenkins was on the injury report. I'm taking this as a rest day, like a veteran rest day. I'm not really looking too much into it. Um, and I know also Greg Maben was put on the sickness list today. So here's to hoping he's the only one out of that defensive back group that gets put on that list. Yeah, and he's like one of the first people since the playoffs have started if I am – maybe not that has been put on the sickness list, but as far as people uh, that have tested positive for COVID since the playoffs have started, there was this huge peak right before the playoffs. Nothing, basically <laughs> nothing. So, I mean, obviously great for the NFL to not have people out with COVID during the playoffs – Maybe coincidence, maybe not. I'm not here to to say either way, but it's just just an observation. That's that's your stat chat for the week. <laughs> now, the you were talking about Henry coming back, well rested, and going against this defense. Them missing, I'm not going to try and pronounce Ogan Joby. Missing him in the middle. Say it with the, me, Ogan Joby. No, I'm not going to butcher his last name. <laughs> but the Bengals, if you just look at the stats have the fifth best Russian defense in the league. That being said, I was watching, I will admit, I was watching A to Z sports this morning, and Zach Bingham brought up a good point about that, how it can be skewed a little bit because of this great Bengals offense. They they had five games. The way they've been ahead by yeah, where it was a blowout. So teams had to go away from the run, and whoever they were facing had to throw the ball a lot. And if you look at this, their last game in the wild card against the Raiders, they actually allowed 103 rush yards, which their average on the year is allowing 105. But in that game, I believe that um, – let me pull up the box score right quick because uh, I want to I make sure that I get this right. For the... Um, well, one thing it, I do it, know about go. that game is early on, Josh Jacobs was playing great. It, it, he had 13 attempts for 83 yards. So he was... You know, he had a pretty good yards he per carry. He had several long runs in like the first quarter first half 
So that that could be promising for this Titans team. And Vrabel's already come out and said they run the ball. They're not going to shy away from that. Yes, we know. And here's going to be the key. This week of all weeks, the Titans need to come out with a fast start. I mean, don't don't you agree? Yeah, I agree 100%. And I, I don't necessarily know if, you know, the, the whole we're going to come out and run it down your throat for three straight plays is necessarily the best way to get off to a hot start. But, I well, mean, I do understand the sentiment of we want to be a team that establishes the run. I definitely understand that. Since you mentioned that, and I know we're kind of bouncing all around here, but there's just so many things to hit on and talk about. And I do want to come back to talking about the Bengals' offense against our defense. But for the Titans, first play of the game for their offense, what do you think it's going to be? What do you think it's going to be, and what do you wish that they would do? I mean, I think we all obviously know what it's going to be is a handoff to Derrick Henry right up the middle. And he'll, I mean, it's Derrick Henry. This is not the. Do you think it'll be up the middle? Do you think it'll be up the middle or running left? I I don't know. I mean, but either it's going to be a handoff to Derrick Henry. And this is not Deontay Foreman. This is, listen, those guys were great, but. I mean, he's probably going to fall forward for like three, maybe four yards. Even you would though, hope. Even though he'll probably get hit at the line. What it needs to be is a, a play-action pass to Julio, AJ, whoever, somebody deep because everybody in the stadium knows you're going to hand the ball off. But, you know, I I mean, I definitely like Derrick Henry coming back. He's been in, gone for so long. Like, that first play, even though, like, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like, first play really – does not matter any more than the rest of the plays in the game, except for maybe like, I don't know if you're up by 40 points, obviously that play doesn't matter as much as, but anyways, that play is going to have so much anticipation from all the fans just because of the fact that Derek Henry is back. So I'm glad that you made a couple of points there that I really agree with. And I do want to point out, Derrick Henry has not officially been activated from IR, but he did talk to reporters for the first time today. And he also, yesterday in practice, so on Tuesday, had contact. And he, I reckon he reacted well to that. You know, it didn't hurt anything. But one of the reporters asked him about playing Saturday. And... Yeah, he kind of gave a little smirk, and he was like, you know, we're going to see how this week goes and everything. But everyone knows he's going to be activated. Derrick Henry is going to play in this game. If he doesn't play, if someone someone has to be fired. Someone has to be fired prior to the game. I I don't know how everything works when you move to the postseason, but since the Titans designated him to return, and I don't know how it works since they didn't have a game, uh, last week during wild card weekend but during the season if you uh, designated a guy to return from IR you had a 21 day window to activate them to the active roster or else they were done the rest of the year so they designated him to return before the Texans game which makes this the third week 
that he's been designated to return. So he has to return or else. There's literally, like, there's literally no, no universe, no scenario where Derek Henry does not play in this ballgame. I don't care if you're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in the wild card round. He's or in the divisional round. Sorry. He's going to play. Like, I, I know. I just, look, I wanted to throw that information out there, but everyone knows that he's going to be activated. And you said everyone in Nissan Stadium is going to know that the first play uh, for the Titans offense is going to Derrick Henry. But I'm going to take it a step further. Everyone who is going to be watching that game or covering that game all over the world they know that more than likely the ball is being handed to Derrick Henry. The Cincinnati Bengals know that that ball is going to be handed to Derrick Henry. And you know that they're going to sell out to try and stop him, which is why, and you said it, and I think you said this because we both already kind of talked about it and I pointed it out to you. This would be the perfect time to take and just run that play action have Julio and AJ sprinting down the field and hit one of them in stride. More than likely have a huge gain or even a touchdown. It just it just makes too much sense to do that. Even if you run the play action and just hit one of them on a slant, we know how that can go for AJ. And I think you need to take advantage of the Bengals cornerbacks because I'll admit it, I haven't watched many Bengals games. I watched when they play the Raiders in the wild card round. But did you know that one of their starting corners is Eli Apple? I did not know that. Um, but what I do know is that the Bengals have really, I mean, made their season based off of offense. I mean, I feel like their defense has not necessarily and you mentioned they have the great statistics as far as their run defense like this team is fueled off of its offense i think yes i think the titans are really going to have no problem scoring on them and that's actually a good thing because the defense has really been strong this season and i think especially to close out the season yeah i think they 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 can give the Bengals offense enough resistance to pull it out i mean i really do and Another thing that I want to mention is you talked about that first play, you know, how much would it actually matter in kind of the the grand scheme of things for the game. That first play could matter a lot as far as starting the game out on a good note. Like, because if you start out slow and say this Bengals offense comes out clicking and our defense is maybe a little bit slow, after having that bye week and everything, and just, you know, maybe, I don't want to say say they're too relaxed, and you let that big play happen, and the next thing you know, you're down 7 nothing. You, you get where I'm going with this? No, no. I get- so th- that's where that first play can matter, because if you can do something to put you in plus territory of where it's second and short, and then you can hand the ball off, but... You know, we said this before the first game of the season when the Titans opened up against the Cardinals. We were like, the Cardinals know where the ball's going to go on the first play of the game. Like, surely they're not just going to hand it to Henry, like, mix it up, pass on first. And it didn't happen. So it's going to be interesting to see how Todd Downing actually starts this game. Yes, everyone is going to be 
ready for Henry to get the ball. And <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just ready for that moment of him running out of the tunnel. That that place is going to go absolutely berserk. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, it's just been, this is kind of, a, well, this is kind of a culmination of what everybody's been waiting for. And the fact that the first playoff game and Derrick Henry returning to, to playing just kind of, converges into kind of the same moment. It's kind of like Derrick Henry's return because it's something that we've kind of put in our minds this whole time. Like, okay, Derrick Henry's going to be back for the playoffs. Derrick Henry's yes. going to be back. And now Derrick Henry comes out of the tunnel and it just kind of has that connection. It's like, it's all right, it's the playoffs. It, it, like you said, it's, so, it's the playoffs. And also another thing that is really, really going to go well for Derrick Henry, I think, is correct me if I'm wrong, but just from – what I have seen, I feel like the offensive line has drastically improved since Derrick Henry went out. They've they've had their moments where they've played, you know, a lot better. And, you know, there there's still been times where they haven't been the best. But just think of it from Ryan Tannehill's perspective. He's gone through most of this season without his main guys. And now, playoff time's here, win or go home, and all of a sudden, over the last couple weeks of the regular season, you had A.J. and Julio getting back into the mix. And now, you get truly the leader of this offense back in the big running back behind you where he can look back and be like, okay, yeah, you know, Foreman, Foreman come in, done his job, but we got the king back now, and this is just absolutely fixing to change the game for us. Yeah, and now it's time to go on to our best bets segment of the podcast. Presented We're, by DraftKings. Presented by DraftKings. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. So if you bet $5 on any team to win and get you will get $280 in free bets if your team wins. If the sports book's not available in your state, you can still get in on the action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN and get 51 to 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And to start this out, as always, this is not betting advice. I cannot remember exactly how we ended the regular season. I think I may have been like... 14 of 26, and you were like... I have no idea. I, I think you and were 6 of I know 26. that I said I did not want to do this, but considering we don't ex exactly know the score, the one thing we do know is that you won the regular season, so I'm proposing we start over. <laughs> uh, you, you would do that to me. Now. I am proposing that we start over. 
As long as you admit. Fresh, clean. You won the regular season. We all know that the postseason is what really matters. Okay, so. here's what I'm going to counter offer to you here then. And that's going to be if the Titans win this game against the Bengals and keep moving on, say they keep moving on, we keep piling on to the regular season. If Okay. If, if for some if and fingers crossed this is not the case if this is the last game the Titans play we will count the playoffs separate okay, okay. so that that worked for you yeah all right so general information for this game and again this is earlier in the week than what we've been recording but the Titans are three and a half point favorites right now and just to reiterate this is on Wednesday and the over and under for points is 47. So I know more than likely you're going to want to I, – look, I see you peeking over here at my bets. Look, just because I write four down doesn't mean that you can look over here and try and steal no, some no, of mine. No, I'm not trying to I'm steal gonna... any, but I will go ahead and go first. Uh, one that I really like is Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon to combine for 150-plus rushing yards. That is minus 105, almost even odds there, which is great because, like, Derrick Henry's probably going to get that by himself. <laughs> the other one that I like is over 47 for the total. All right. I figured you might go with the over. And I, you know, I was looking at those divisional specials. I, I was. And I didn't see you write down the um, the running back one. So I, 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 I didn't. Take that one. And because it was so tough. Because I, I'm trying to figure out how exactly the Bengals will end up using Mixon this game, considering the Titans have the second-best run defense in the league this year. And as we mentioned, the Bengals have the fifth-best, which is kind of skewed some. But you never know. That that one seemed risky to me, but it's probably not as risky as the divisional special that I wrote down. And that is that... Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones will each have 50-plus receiving yards. And the odds on that are plus 500. So, you know, that's one that you're talking about four different guys hitting that 50-plus receiving yard mark. But if for some reason this turns into a shootout... Yeah, it looks great. That could be... That could be a good one. And then, as I said, the Titans are three-and-a-half-point favorites. That one is that, – that spread is a little bit iffy <laughs> for me. So I'm going to go with the Titans' alternate spread of two-and-a-half points, minus two-and-a-half. So Titans win by three, this hits, and the odds on that are minus 155. And again, this is not betting advice. Not at all. Um, So let's move on. Uh, I don't really have a stat chat this week, but one thing that I did want to talk about is uh, I'm going back to 538 and looking at their, I guess, predictions, their odds. Yeah, their odds, I guess you would say. Um, But they have odds for basically every different step of the rest of the playoffs. Make the conference championship, make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. And... I normally really agree with their stuff, uh, like a lot. So right after the Titans had beat the Rams, the Titans were ranked number one, and they had like a 16 or 17% chance to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, there's teams with 
much higher odds than that now because the field has been greatly reduced to just the teams in the division round. But I feel like the Titans are being a little bit underrepresented here. Um, well, look, you know, Titans are the worst number one seed ever. Like, I mean, I, I mean, you're the number one seed. Not only that, but like the Bills and the Chiefs are both ranked above the. So I'll just well, go down you, the order look, here. You know, of, that that's the real AFC championship of, game of teams to win the Super Bowl. The Packers at twenty five percent. The Chiefs are falling right behind them at twenty four. Bucks fifteen. Bills twelve. Titans ten. And then I'll just stop there because for this argument that I'm talking about, the rest doesn't really matter. The Chiefs and the Bills have to play each other. How is there? How are the How is one odd still greater than the Titans? Like the Chiefs' odds are double the Bills. If you really think that the Chiefs have a 65 percent chance of making the conference championship, which is what they have, how are the Bills' odds? higher than the Titans to win the Super Bowl because they the the Bills literally have almost half of the chance that the Titans do of making the conference championship but it's like they're almost saying well, if they make if the Bills make the conference championship they're they're pretty much going to win the Super Bowl because if you look at it here so the Bills have a 35% chance of making the conference championship which means beating the Chiefs right then if you look at their odds to make the Super Bowl, which means win that conference championship game, it drops from 35% to 22%, which means that their percentage goes from a 35% chance to make the conference championship, 22 to win that game, and that's a drop of 13 percentage points. Now, those aren't like directly related. Those percentages aren't. But then when you look at the Titans – 66% chance to win this divisional game and move on to the conference championship. But then they drop all the way to a 27, which is almost what the Bills are down to, to make the Super Bowl. But they have s- such a greater chance of making it to that conference game. I, I don't know. I it just The numbers don't make sense to me. It's almost like they're saying there's pretty much very minimal shot that the Titans beat the Chiefs or the Bills. Because of this BS narrative that the Titans are the worst number one seed, like it just it pisses me off because the media does not want to respect. Now you have some out there that will acknowledge what the Titans have done, but they still like they still want to glance over it and be like, ah, eh, you know it that was which granted I get that was regular season. This is postseason. So it's not about what you've done then. It's about what what are you going to do now. But the Titans proved time and time and again in the regular season when you line up these opponents, the Bills and the Chiefs, they beat them. They smacked the Chiefs and destroyed them. The Bills, that was a lot closer game come down to, I mean, the last seconds of the game. But they just they don't want to respect the Titans and they, I'm with you. I don't know how, since the Bills and Chiefs play each other, their odds for winning the Super Bowl can be better than the Titans. Well, basically what it says is whoever comes out of this game is, is very likely the team that is going to make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. 
And that just that fuels me even more. Besides just being a Titans fan and wanting to see them finally get that Lombardi trophy, I want it I also want them to get to that point just so all of these media members that are downing them or overlooking them have to acknowledge them then and be like, okay, this this Titans team done it. And, you know, we have the advantage of the road to the Super Bowl going through Nashville right now. Yeah, and I mean, also another thing on here, the some of the ratings that they, they use uh, for these teams, the ELO rating, the Titans out of all of these teams have the lowest ELO rating out of any team except for the Bengals in the rest of the playoffs. That, but this Titans team is one that I guarantee you all these other teams really hope they don't have to face because of their style of football. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're going to see how it plays out, and we could end up being terribly wrong. These ratings and what the media is saying could end up being terribly, terribly wrong. Who really knows until it plays out? But let's get into our quick hitters. Yeah, so quick hitters. We'll start it off, as always, with our TTP fan takes. This time we're going to start out with Facebook. Brother-in-law Thomas Peterson he says, score prediction, 35-34. to 34. Titans barely get the win there. And he said the Bengals gain more yards on offense than the Titans, and Tannehill throws a pick. I want to bring a little, I don't know if you've noticed this or if you have went back and looked at the stats for this, but in, I believe it's Tannehill's last three games, he has thrown seven touchdowns, and zero interceptions. And if you look at Joe Burrow's last five games, he has thrown for, I believe it's 13 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Now, for the whole season, regular season, both guys threw 14 on the year. So just wanted to throw that out there because of the Tannehill throwing a pick that could be something that changes this game. Yeah. You know, the turnover battle. Now hopping over to Twitter, we have friend of the show. Uh, I'm going to call him a friend of the show, I guess, here. If you're listening, Jacob, just giving you a hard time. Jacob Patterson, he says that bold prediction is that Derrick Henry is held under 100 yards rushing. The Titans go down 21 to nothing early in the game before coming back to win by two with a last-second field goal. So his official score prediction is 30-28, to 28, Titans winning. Jacob, I'm going to say I don't know how I feel about you picking the Titans to win this game because I know how your betting goes when it comes to the NFL. <laughs> Jacob's so, talking about every Like, stick, <laughs> stick, stick to college. I'm just playing. Um, then <clears throat> we have... Marvin, find him on Twitter at Marvin NNRC. Go give him a follow. He said, score prediction, 31-28, to 28, Titans winning. The Titans go up 14 in the first quarter, rely heavy on the run for the remainder of the game, and the Bengals cut it to three at the end of the game. Then Jonathan Blasdell. Blasdale, sorry if I but sorry for butchering your name there. Go follow him 
at Johnny Blaze underscore 82. Score prediction, 36-28, to 28, Titans winning. And then Titans Therapy Podcast. Go give them a follow. Those guys, I've seen some of their videos. They do great work. Fun to listen to. Go follow them on Twitter, at Titans Therapy. Corey says 34-24, to 24, Titans winning. And Gavin says 24-20, to 20, Titans winning. So like I said, go give them a follow. And that's all of the fan takes that we have. So now we need to jump into our keys to the game, and I'll let you start that one off for us. I'm going to say um, my key to the game is don't forget about the pass game. It's important to get Derrick Henry back into the swing of things. It's important to establish the run, but don't forget that there are a lot of times when it is going to be probably a better move to pass the ball. All right. I can, I I like that. Um, And now this is our key to the game or keys to the game, because I do feel like there's a couple of things that the Titans need to focus on, even though they may be obvious. We talked about it. This Bengals offense is explosive. I think they have, I think I seen a stat today that shows that they have like eight plus plays of 50 uh, or eight plays of 50 plus yards this season. And Chase has five of them. So you need to, and the Titans have been better about this as of towards the end of the season in making the tackle and not letting those bigger plays happen. So, Limit those explosive plays. Then, another key to the game. We know how good this Titans run defense is. But one thing that at times they've maybe, I'm going to say they have could have done better with, is the screen game for stopping the running back. And that is one way that the Bengals get Mixon involved. It's not just you know handing in the ball and letting him run it. They do these screens, get the ball into their playmaker's hand, and let them go try and make a play. So the Titans need to just be aware of that and not not let Mixon slip by them and catch that screen pass and then gain a chunk of yards. So, okay. And, All right, and then, like it. you said, I, I'm going to piggyback off yours. You know, not forgetting about the pass game. Again, first play of the game, love to see them hit that play action. At least take a shot. Yeah, I mean, I think that that would be the best move, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'll get into my score prediction and key to the game. I think Titans. You 20- mean bold prediction? Yeah, sorry, bold prediction. <laughs> uh, I think Titans twenty-eight, Bengals twenty-four, um, and then I'm going to say my bold prediction is Derrick Henry will throw a touchdown. Okay. Uh. I like that. Um, So you're actually taking the Titans to cover the three-and-a-half spread here. Yeah. um, I'm not as confident in my score prediction as I am that it'll be over 47 points. Uh, (laughs) I like what you – Not as confident in that as I am Derek Henry throwing a touchdown. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I like your alternate spread. I really do. I think that's 
much better. You could even pair that, I think, if you wanted to get back up to that around plus 100 or even odds. You could pair that with something like, you know, a alternate total. Right. Bring that down to like 44, probably be in business. Yeah, that, that may be a good move there. So my score prediction, I am going to have it with the Titans covering that alternate spread. I'm going to say just because I think the Titans are going to have to put up points and you know the Bengals can put up points in a hurry. I'm going to say 31 to 28, Titans winning. Bold prediction, you went with Derrick Henry throwing a touchdown pass. I'm going to say A.J. Brown throws a touchdown pass because we've seen that trick play kind of trickle in a couple of times this year. Granted, one time A.J. almost threw an interception off of it, but I'm just wondering if the Titans sprinkle that in again and A.J. actually gets one. What about Big Jeff catching a touchdown? Ooh, see, I – I've thought about that too. Or running a touchdown. I, you know, it'd be seen, better, it's so much better if Derek if he's in to block in a wild wild card setup, Derek Henry or sorry, Wildcat. <laughs> Wildcat setup. Derek Henry takes a snap and Big Jeff sneaks around the back and ends up. Uh, hey, I, I would be all about that. We we've seen him finally put him out there for the blocking. Let let's see him get out there. You know, we've seen practice footage of him catching. Yeah. And one thing I forgot to mention earlier, did you know that Mike Vrabel, after a bye week, is 4-0, and but Mike Vrabel, after an extended, um, like, after a little bit longer time, like, say they play on Thursday night yeah. and have longer to prepare. A longer week. Yeah, a longer week, 8-0. So... I like it. You know, More that, time to prepare. All yep. that good stuff. Do you got anything else to add in? Don't think so. Um, other than just I'm ready to be in Nashville, see how electric that stadium's going to be. I want, if you're watching this, you've made it this far, if you're going to be at the game, come say hi to me. You know, we we like meeting our listeners and everything. And if you if you have tickets to the game, don't sell them. You know, especially don't sell them to Bengals fans. Let's fill this stadium up with Titans fans and absolutely give them a true home field advantage and make this the loudest stadium to play in in the playoffs. I mean, that I'm, I'm hearing all these other crowds from watching like the wild card games, and I'm like, Nissan Stadium has to match that at least. Like, it, it it affected the game several times and the players. So it's been something that the Titans ha- or Nissan stadium has struggled with at times. So we'll see. It should be fun though. Um, yeah, it should be, it should be fun. I think, <laughs> I think things are, are going to be different. I think Nashville will be more electric, like you said, than during the regular season, obviously. Um, and I think that there'll be just a little different type of atmosphere but hope you guys enjoyed the show thanks for listening this has been titan's time and as always tighten up